When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate. From the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. And I'm 
Folks, what's up? It's your pal, Ryan. I swear this is not the normal voice of the bad boy of podcasting, but it is the bad boy of podcasting. Ryan Bailey, so bad that I screwed up my... (laughs) You guys, like, I seriously... I know we joke about conservatorships a lot or we say that they're bad, but at some point I think I do need one. Um, Let's take you through my day a little bit. But today's, we got a great show, and I recorded this last week... Um, because I knew BravoCon was going to happen, but I'm going to give you a, a little new stuff right here. But we're talking to Rory Uphold, who is a actor, comedian, singer, songwriter, and she has a new podcast uh, that on iHeartRadio as well called Crimes of the Heart. And it's hysterical, and she is hysterical. So it, this is a lot about dating um, and just dating horror stories. I tell you a couple of mine in this. She tells us a couple of hers and our listeners, and it was really just a delightful conversation. I had a blast talking to her and it was one of those things where I don't know her at all. And those are the ones that I love the most because it's, you're like, oh, I hope this goes well because she doesn't know me from Adam. And she's like, oh my God, I got to go on the strange dudes podcast. And we just had the best time, I think. So go check out her podcast. I think you're going to want to actually, it's really cool. It's called like, once again, crimes of the heart. Uh, her name is Rory uphold. We'll get to her in one second. You remember to use the timestamps. And also if there are new listeners, uh, from that met me this weekend, um, you know, you're like, where's the Bravo? Uh, I'll talk a little bit about Bravo right here, but we'll get back to our regularly scheduled programming probably on Wednesday. Um, and, uh, we'll do a more wrap ups about Bravo con, but there's a lot of content on the Patreon that I kept updating all week. And I think I'm I'm going to do a little update right after this. Um, and But here's what I'm doing over there. I recorded full panels over at BravoCon. So I'm going to put those up on the Patreon at some point this week because I'm still in New York, you guys. I am dead tired. I, I am dead. Like, I don't even know if I like this. I don't even, I might not even exist. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm in Kanye territory, man. Um, so yeah, if you're here like, hey, this guy I thought talking about Bravo Usually, yes, but we just had that four-hour Annabelle, uh, The Ring. Wasn't that – I mean, with her, it's like she's family at this point. Like she's – I mean, it's just – we know each other really well. So our banter is just so much more dirtier and comfortable than most other people. So I thought it's always fun, and especially because it's spooky season. You got to have that. So let me take you through my day this last day. Um. I don't, and guys, like, I got to tell you, I felt, I guess Maritza did wake me or tried to wake me when she was leaving, but I was so hardcore passed out because I had gotten two hours of sleep the night before. So she did try to say goodbye. I just didn't, I guess she was shoving me and I didn't get up, which is comforting when you realize that you do not wake up when somebody shoves you. That's very scary. So, uh, okay. But then it was so classic me. So then I get up and I realize, fuck, because I was sitting there waiting to waiting for her to get up at 4 a.m. to go to her flight. And I was like, I'll record when she leaves. Um, So I didn't want to like keep her up, you know, or like wake her up early. So I was like, oh, that'll be, I'll say goodbye. And then I'll start recording. I wake up at eight. So I think I slept for a couple hours and then was like, shit, I didn't release the podcast yet. But then I realized it was five o'clock LA time. This is fascinating. I'm sure for you guys. Uh, so that I don't even remember what I said to you guys at 8 a.m., but I think I gave you like a mini BravoCon update about some things. Um, I got to tell you, I don't remember a lot. It, it, it just the tired thing. I think I told you how hard I bombed with Sutton. Uh, Kathy Hilton was very intense. I think I told you all of that. Um, 
But last night, I, I think I also told you I ended up at like it, it, it was like the end of the night, and I'm fucking like Caroline Stanberry and and Vicky Gunvalson and Meredith Marks were all over Sergio, uh, her husband, and it was just truly, truly, truly bizarre. Um, and they had pizza too, and the Bravo Docket girls were up. Emily D. Baker was up there. It was it was wild. So today I wake up. I beg for a late checkout at 8 a.m. And they, you know, you're supposed to be up by 12. And they're like, sure. How about 12.30? And I'm like, oh, nice. 30 minutes. Okay. And then I realized at 8 a.m. once I, it took me like 45 minutes to work on the pod. And then I'm like, okay, try to fall asleep. And then I put on the Kanye West interview. He did a pod YouTube thing um, for this thing called Drink Champs champs or i don't know what it anyways it was a four-hour podcast which i was like look at you doing my length of podcast and so i started listening to that as i was trying to fall back asleep but it was just kept getting me so upset and then i did fall asleep but it was part of my dream so it was just the most guys the the interview got yanked uh in the last couple of hours so it's not online anymore but it was i mean it was, i mean parts of it were just dark he was calling pete davidson a heroin addict more stuff about uh anti-semitic stuff it was just really 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 very dark and i'm very bummed out uh but anyways so then i set my alarm for 11:45 i got like uh, 45 minutes and now i haven't packed anything right then, of course, I hit snooze because I'm like, I need that extra sleep. And then 12 o'clock, I'm like, fuck. And then I shower and then I realize it, it was just frantically like trying to throw shit into this luggage. And, you know, me with my sweating issue and like the housekeeping is like housekeeping, you know, and I get everything squared away, go downstairs. I drop my bags off. I bump into Mercedes in the hotel lobby. Mercedes is awesome. She gave me a t-shirt she wanted me to have. And that was awesome. Mercedes from Shaw's. And, um, you know, it was just like the morning after, like everybody was just in a daze. Uh, I, I saw a lot of walk of shames happening. I saw, I bumped into Olivia from Southern charm. So anyways, I'm like, what do I do with my day? But this is what had happened last night, you guys. I don't know if I told you this this morning, but I didn't realize Pacific Standard Time and Eastern Standard Time. Like, I know that it exists, but I didn't count on that. So I booked my ticket where I was supposed to leave at 9 p.m. or 9.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then I realized I was doing Dumois uh, live on Spotify. And I did that. I just got off that right now with NT. Uh, you guys know NT from Crazy Days and Nights and Not Skinny, Not Fat Amanda. I think I told you about that this morning. And we just did it. And it was so much fun. And I think I did okay. And I was really wanting to do good. And those guys are so great and so smart and funny. So I hope I held my own. And, uh, you know, it was just very cool. And, and by the way, you know, when you get into that, you're just, I nerd out anyways, because I'm like, these are the conversations I want to be having, having, you know, these are, this is the the cool stuff. This is the, I want to talk about Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde and the salad dressing with Olivia Wilde, which we'll get into more. So anyways, I was like, okay, what do I do? And then I went over to this Starbucks. It's like a flagship Starbucks. That's like Starbucks roastery or something where they make like they, they, they have the big bean machine and you can get like fancy food. And I did like a cold brew flight, but it was like, you know, I'm like barely standing <laughs> you know, truly. I'm like, I'm like just dazed. Um, and then, uh, Sophie Ross from the show, the pot show, she texted me and she was like, yo, if you're here, let's meet up for like a late lunch. Let's say like four, let's do that. And so I was, my plan was I, so I had to rebook my ticket cause I realized the Eastern standard time. I was like, fuck, I can't, I can't be at the airport trying to do this Dumois live from 
the Delta, you know, like while they're boarding the plane. Like, sorry, you guys, I'm on with not skinny, not fat right now. I've got to please, please keep it quiet in the plane. Like, I just knew that wasn't going to go well. So I was like, fuck. But it, like, I, I wasn't going to bail out of that at all because it just meant so much to me. But it's classic me. It's just a disorganized fool. And so I have to rebook my ticket. And I, you know, I uh, thanks all to the folks of Priceline. You can go. Bleh. Anyways, I have a flight tomorrow that I have to be up for at like 5.45 and I get home to LA, hopefully, right? Hopefully. I talked to Sarah Galley from Andy's Girls tonight. She's doing an article for um, uh, the Daily Beast and she wanted to quote me on it. So I just got off the phone with her after the Dumas thing and we were talking about the experience and uh, (laughs) she was like, there was a moment on Sunday, you guys, where I was so tired that I was like, Pardon me if I've said this to you guys. I was like, I'm going to die at BravoCon. I was like, I might just die here. And then I was like, that's weirdly poetic. Like this man that like started a podcast a couple of years ago in an Instagram account around Bravo dies at BravoCon. And then, but then I was like, you know what? I was so tired. I was like, well, I do need the sleep. So it would not be horrible to pass away uh, because then I would be able to sleep. And then I was like, then they would have to honor me at the next BravoCon. You know, it would be like in memoriam, like I would like, you know, like maybe Andy would actually finally know I exist and do like a shout out or maybe like an add on party for me. Wouldn't that be amazing? We could get Tom Sandoval to play it and everybody could just be like, oh, what a weirdo. But we loved him, you know, uh, unfortunately, I'm still alive. And um, I met up with Sophie and four and she was great. Oh, yeah. So then I had to go on hotels tonight because I just I so much to tell you guys. Obviously, my bag still has not been turned on in. I do not have my wallet or my recording equipment besides this little mic and my computer, which didn't get taken. So that's good. Nobody turned it in. I was really hoping there was a good Samaritan out there and they just did not have it. So I've got to accept that and also realize there is so much joy that I had this weekend. Uh, Once again, just meeting everybody. I'm just a fan. Like just from the fan perspective, I'm a fan and I was in heaven, but then also meeting a lot of you guys still, I got to tell you, just blows me away. And it was just so cool. So fucking cool. So at the end of the day, I am so appreciative and still, it is so worth it to have done all of this. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm going to pass out any second, but it was so worth it. And I can't wait to get back to recapping all of our favorite shows. Uh, uh, yeah, so that, that, that was it. So I meet Sophie. I rebooked my ticket. Sophie was great. We got Sophie's mom on the phone. I was talking to Amanda. She was great. Uh, And it was really nice. We just had a quick uh, lunch, and uh, it was great to see her. I got a cheap hotel on Hotels Tonight because I I didn't want to, like, bug anybody or, like – and so, yeah, I did that, and I've just – I I was trying to, like, prep for the Spotify Live – but I didn't do a prep. I knew all that stuff, but it was like studying for a math test. If you liked math, I was like going through all the daily mail articles and trying to study, you know, but it was, it was great. Uh, so go check that out. You can actually listen to that on Spotify after the fact it was live, but you can go listen to that. And I gotta tell you like NT, NT lawyer is like crazy days. Nice. I've read him for like 15 years. Like, I mean, what an icon in pop culture. I mean, you, if you guys don't know him, you should know him. Um, so I'm hoping to get him on the show at some point. Cause that would truly be, I think I'm going to ask Dumas to, to, uh, to kindly, uh, put a good word in for me with him because he would be great to talk to. And Amanda, not skinny enough at always funny. She's just funny. Um, 
okay, what, what, uh, there was something else I needed to tell you guys. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm going to put the panels on the Patreon, uh, get back to our regular schedule. Yeah, the Harry Wilde, <laughs> Olivia Wilde, Harry Styles, Jason Sudeikis thing. So today, you guys, the nanny, their former nanny, released all of these text exchanges and talked how, like, Jason laid down in front of Olivia's car when he found out to keep her from leaving when he found it like he found out from an apple watch that she had left there that her and harry were banging so this whole like thing of like they started dating after jason sudeikis and her broke up is bullshit potentially and that is wild and i still haven't gotten to talk about the you know selena and Haley bieber uh thing that broke the internet this weekend i mean there are so many insane pop culture stories right now that the kanye thing is like oh like we've seen kanye have insane freakouts like 30 times now so it's like almost like the 10th most popular pop culture story even though still truly worried about them but you know mental health does not give you a reason or an excuse to hate period sorry you can have the best music in the world and i'll never give that to you um so um that was it i think that i keep i know i'm forgetting to tell you guys something what a fascinating show this is. Uh, but yeah, basically, if you're new to this, we'll get back to Bravo content and pop culture and all that stuff uh, very, very soon. And that is okay. Now, now I remember. Also, I have some uh, audio that I'll be playing uh, tomorrow or Thursday from BravoCon that I think you will uh, very much enjoy. Uh, a couple uh, of things that I got from fans and panels and stuff that I think you'll enjoy. So make sure you tune in this week, folks. And remember... Yeah, tune in. That's what you got to remember. Okay, yeah, but I want to introduce you to a new podcaster. She's new to this. Her show is great and it's so well produced. Uh, it's very different than mine, but we just had the best conversation. And I think sometimes these are really good for you guys to listen to um, because it's like it's a little break from the norm, but it's still hysterical. And I think you guys all have horrible dating stories yourself. And that's why her podcast, Crimes of the Heart, is really great. I think you should check it out. But just listen to it. See if you like like her and uh, go check out her pod. Leave it a good review if you do like it. Um, and that is it. So without further ado, um, I'm going to you're going to hear me intro her just in a second again. But let's get into this. Rory Uphold. I love you guys. Wish me luck on my flight tomorrow that I wake up on time. What what are the chances I don't 50 50, right? OK, Rory Uphold. Welcome back to So Bad It's Good. Today, actually, I look forward to podcasts like these because I do not know our guest except for a cursory internet search, but I do know she is uh, has a new podcast for iHeartRadio and Cloud10, which is the same company I'm with, and this is right up my alley. It's not reality shows, but remember, we talk about everything on the show. You have heard pretty much um, all of my horrible, horrible dating stories. Her podcast is called Crimes of the Heart, and I'm going to make her listen to the description of this again so you guys know what it is. Uh, it's a love and dating podcast with a true crime twist. Uh, you come listen to the confessions of singles and couples as they unburden themselves of their most tragic and embarrassing love, dating, and sex stories. From horrific first dates to savage breakups and epic revenge tales, they will cover all of the horrors facing modern love these days. It's part storytelling experience and part advice column. This podcast is going to be here to help you navigate the perilous landscape that is digital dating and make you feel less alone in the process. Now, also, our guest is an actor, singer-songwriter, everything. Rory Uphold, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Um, how, how are you liking podcasting so far? This comes out <laughs> October 11th, uh, the podcast. So I think you'll be able to hear this right around the time this comes out. So you can go 
immediately subscribe. How are you enjoying the format of podcasting so far? It's wild. I mean, yeah, right? the thing is, is I really bit off a, a large chunk <laughs> because I'm finding like the most insane dating stories, like things that make me go, I thought my love life was crazy. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, I actually, this is the breeze. And then I'm interviewing these people and I'm turning them in, it turn it into like a true crime reenactment. So there's like full sound design, lots of- Yeah, you guys, there's a three minute trailer you can listen to. And it's like, I'm like, what? Is this like George Lou? Is this James Cameron produced this? There's like all these amazing sounds and all these voices. And like, you guys know me, I'm like farting into a tin can over here, but it's, I mean, it's a, it's very fun. Rory is just really scared that I just said that. I should and, have done that. I should and, be farting into tin <laughs> So, but I, the thing I wanted to ask you about is, the the dating and all that stuff. I'm like, hell yeah, romance, all that stuff. Where does the true crime come in? So they're all emotional crimes. And okay. one of the things I don't understand is like, if if I hit you with my car, there are consequences for that, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. But if you go ahead and waste two years of my life, <laughs> there's no consequences for that. You could be cheating on me and there's no recourse. I'm just supposed to deal with that. Okay. That is so dead on last week on the podcast, we were talking about, um, you know, Adam Levine from Maroon five. And of course, Ooh. yeah, he, it's a, it's like a seventies band. It's, uh, yeah. um, it's got a couple hits and we were talking about Tristan Thompson in regards to Khloe Kardashian. Now, Adam Can Levine, hear that name. It's really get the sure. official stop sleeping with Tristan Thompson shirt. It's so bad. It's good. Merch.com. Um, that's not a joke. And stop sleeping with Nick Cannon too. Um, oh, but, oh <laughs> yeah, but the Adam Levine thing, he's married to this Bahati. All of this stuff comes out. And what you just said is what I like. I think exactly of like, if you drunk drive, you lose your driver's license. You, there's a marriage license. If you cheat, shouldn't you lose your marriage license? It's not even up to you. Well, that's, I think, the the real win in a in a prenup if you negotiate. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love that relationships these days, like now they involve prenup, dating sites, all of this stuff where it's like survivor, like an actual game. And that's kind of how I feel like the dating landscape is. Like, I know that people make, a, we make a lot of fun about it, but if you've ever seen the like dot, 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 when somebody's texting you back and then it, it appears, <laughs> and yes. like your stomach is kind yes. of like... It feels like fight or flight. It feels like the same stakes as true crime. So I'm just taking it and treating it the same way. That is amazing. Okay. That makes perfect sense now. Also with those text bubbles, what's worse is when you see it and it's lasting for like 30 seconds, they're really writing. And then just nothing pops up. Sure. It just They just stop. And then and like, like four hours later, no text. You're like, oh <laughs> They gave God. up on their thought. Now, I don't know how, like, because I'm assuming this is, a very personal show for you. Are you going to be taking us through your own dating experiences and not just guests? Sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, it will inevitably come out. I mean, I could inevitably like <laughs> it will inevitably come out. Like I, I, when I intro the podcast, I always say like, hello, friends, future friends, haters, and ex lovers, because I know they're going to listen. And, uh, you know, oh. Don't treat people poorly if you don't want us talking about you. Uh, 
I used to do a segment on the first year of my show called Bailey Blunders, where I would talk about bad dates that I've had. I mean, but they would mainly be the things that I did that were stupid in those bad dates. But I didn't really think about that these people would actually listen to it one day. And then I did actually talk to somebody that had heard it. And it was horrifying and fascinating because their, um, you know, their experience of it is so much different than, than my experience was. So what I thought was like a complete disaster wasn't that bad in their eyes, but you know, I was like, okay, well that's kind of a win. Um, I used to co-host a radio show on Wednesday mornings. This is, uh, gosh, forever ago, but, um, I would come on for hump day and talk about love and dating. And I was leaving the radio station and I got a text from a guy saying, great show today. And my heart fell out of my butthole. (laughs) I had been talking about our date (laughs) radio and I did not realize because it was, it's early. Like I had to get to the station around five 30 because I, I think the slot was seven to nine. It doesn't really matter. The point is, is I just didn't think anybody I knew would be listening. Yeah. What a ding dong. He goes, yeah, that's how I figured out we wouldn't be, I wouldn't be getting the second date. Oh man. I mean, he wasn't wrong. (laughs) But By the way, that would be great is that I did the radio show just so I would have to have a second date with you. So you would eventually find out the easy way through radio. Um, uh, Where are you at? I guess in your, not like, um, like, do you still believe in love? I mean, because sometimes with all of this stuff, it is hard not to be jaded. And then hearing all of these stories, even in the clips I heard you guys, like there's like some horrific things even in the, where I'm like, damn, like I know personally I've gotten scared so many times or I'm like, you get really jaded as the older you get and the the more you deal with this. Where Where do you stand personally on how you feel about love and dating? Oh, well, I feel like personally, I'm probably like three fourths of the way through the haunted house, but, um, I still, I still believe in love. My parents got engaged after, Ooh, I think a month of dating and they've been married ever since. And on my parents' 25th wedding anniversary, my dad flew my mom's whole family in got down on one knee and reproposed with a ring that was twice the size and asked for another 25 years of marriage. Didn't How's tell any anybody. guy going to compete with that Rory. I mean, like, I and by the way, you know. get to a one month with a guy and you're like, where's the ring? Like, I mean, how do you even, how would you <laughs> even, go. One know. month? One month? I know that's what I'm saying. My parents yeah. are still together too, after 50 years, yeah. you know, like 50 years. And like, and I'm not saying it's a perfect marriage, but like, they're still together. And I'm like, at this point, if I meet the, like, I can't get to 50 years. Like there's just no possible way unless they invent some kind of like age medicine or something, you know? Well, I think they do have the perfect marriage because the perfect marriage is just that they're married. Like the whole thing about like the, the horrors of being single don't end when you get into a relationship. They just change. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. So (laughs) it's, the the love journey is both amazing and horrific and that's like part of it too it's it, you know it's not just uh oh being single is so hard being in a relationship is really hard. <laughs> yeah yeah no yes it's, you're it's insane and and, um, <laughs> and then you add kids into the mix you had all of these things it just gets harder and harder and harder I mean, you're complete. And then, and then Adam Levine's like, I need to get on my DMs. Like, this is too hard. I can't do this anymore. Um, Are you, are you single right now? Or are you in a relationship? I am single right now. 
do you give yourself off seasons? Like I was watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We talk a lot about reality shows on this show and they had their season you know, finale. I, I, I'm, I'm criminally behind. I tried to watch the Kardashians and some other things to try and keep up with the show. Oh, like God. there might be some questions and I might Oh, no, 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 Rory. I, I told you, we're going to, this is all going to be love. You don't, you're not going to get tested on anything. If you knew this stuff, great. But if not, we've got an hour just talking about the misery and possible possibility of love and dating. Right. Um, <laughs> but I was wondering though, like the off seasons for these reality shows, mm -hmm. they'll go away for like three months, four months, and they come back with a new season. Do you give yourself off seasons in dating? I actually swear by it. Why? Well, this is going to be a curveball for the audience because the <laughs> parallel is not quite the same. But <laughs> I believe in fallow periods and a fallow period is a farming phrase. And I think that we are all like farmland or dirt. And if you are constantly growing crops on the same dirt, eventually those crops go bad. There's no nutrients in the soil and it just all withers and dies. That's why like from, you know, traditional farming, they have fallow periods where there's, it's just like dead earth, dead soil, a winter, if you will, um, so that the crops can come back and be better than ever. I personally believe in the same thing when it comes to dating. So I have done it multiple ways. I've daisy chained from dick to dick and like that has never... <laughs> That has never served me well. It's been like fun, but then I inevitably crash and burn. So I think it's best to take the L, you know, mourn it, meditate on it, whatever, have your glow up, and then get back out there. I love the farming though, because like, are the men cattle? Like, I mean, are we? Are, are the like the farming? I love. I mean, that really. That, I'm going to be thinking about that for a long time. Um, sure. <laughs> uh, so. Also, the thing was when I started dating, um, you know, we didn't have apps or anything like that. Um, so, you, you know, you did it the old fashioned way by just stalking somebody and then eventually walking up to them no, or, no. you know, yeah, <laughs> the just wrong really chill. yeah, you guys, you guys have seen Dateline, you know, and, um, but now with all of these apps, like what is your take? I mean, this is, could be in an eight hour podcast just by this question is what is your take on apps? What apps do you use? What apps do you say do not use? Cause this is going to be part advice, part storytelling, mm -hmm. and you've already given some really great pearls, but what's your take on social media dating apps? I mean, they're not, it's not going anywhere. It's like, do you want to be the universal or do you want to be all the other record labels? Remember when people thought that we were going to like stop downloading music. Yeah. yeah. Universal was the only one that got on board and they, they did better. Like we're just, it is what it is. So get on board. Um, I think that you don't, yeah, you're not shutting Napster down, you know? No. Oh, you're going to take out Tinder and Hinge <laughs> yeah. and Rumble and yeah. it's just going to, we're going to go back to normal. It's just not going to happen. So all of my boyfriends I've met in real life. Not on dating apps. So not on dating apps. Okay. Um, I don't know what that says about me or the apps. I mean, I know plenty of people that have gotten married off of apps, so they do work. I mean, I think I get like swipe fatigue. I've been on all of them. I'm currently only on one and what's the, what's the best I'm one? I'm on what's... it very badly. I'm on hinge. I'm on it very badly in that. I don't really use it. And I have just a ton so, of. 
So then people like you and then it's great, but then they never really hear from you because you rarely check it, right? So that you might pop on and go, hey, hey, what's going on? And then yeah. you forget to check it again, kind of a thing. Kind of. I mean, the thing is, is it kind of hurts my feelings because sometimes Why? I'm looking at, because the the uggos. What does that mean? It just, it's like a buffet of ugly dudes. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to eat. You're, this is like you're you're saying my worst nightmare right now. Like this is how I know girls talk. Is that like, am I the uggo or am I the like? I'm not holding a fish up in my photo. My God, like, but that's well, what girls really think. That feels like that's maybe a little regional. Guy <laughs> a fish in L.A. Like then you're like, oh, he's a comic. Okay, that would be kind of cool though. A fish by the Hollywood sign, you know, like holding up a fish. It would be so bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like, it's a sea of ugly dudes and you're trying to find the, the gold or the, the diamond. It is, the... This is my, I feel so bad that I'm, I'm going to get struck with terrible karma, but you know what? It's fine. Sometimes <laughs> I go in and I look at the people who have liked me and I'm like, this is not fair. I know for a fact that you would not walk up to me in a bar. I know for a fact you would not have the balls to come hit on me in real life. So sir. Yeah, that the phone actually gives you this disconnect where you're braver than you ever are anywhere else. It's like some of these dudes are shooting their shot and I'm like, my guy, this is hurting my feelings. <laughs> I now have to take a step back. And the other guys who would have had a shot no longer get a shot because I need to go work on my self-confidence. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that sounds amazing. Has there ever been a like what impresses you about a profile? What's one that's like, well, this this is bringing me back a little bit. Like, is there anything to like keep an eye out for in terms of like you want a guy that says this in their bio or you want a guy, you know? Well, I used to ghostwrite a lot of people's dating apps. And was I was that like a paid job or just for friends? I never got paid to do it. I should have. I did it a lot. I still okay. do it to be totally honest. Like if we're out, sometimes friends will be like, oh my God, sh- sh- just let give give her your phone. She'll redo your whole profile. <laughs> Cyrano de Bergerac of uh, Tinder. Yeah. And I, and I do, because I think that people don't realize, like it's very strategic, um, you know, from the photos that you use and the array of photos you use to what you're communicating and what you want. Like if, if you just want to get laid, that's very different than like, I want to find someone to date and fall in love with but things that catch my eye are um (laughs) like is this person my type you know like first of all if the photos are blurry or they look like (laughs) sometimes I'm scrolling through and I'm like this is eight different people who is this man he looks different in every photo (laughs) that bums me out because I'm like I have no idea what this person is going to look like if I show up on this date I try to always FaceTime first yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. That is the move because you get catfished once and you don't do it again. Wait, wait. Have you gotten catfished? Oh. Wait, you, by the way, she I don't know if you heard that. She made an audible gulp. Mm-hmm. Um uh yeah. like Manti Teo catfish. Like what how deep was the catfish? <laughs> no, I would be running to Netflix with that story. Um <laughs> we wouldn't be podcasting, baby. Yeah. The yeah, <laughs> I, know, I was like, <laughs> no, no, like I've um yeah, I I made a rookie move. Um this was last year, 2021. So we were still like pandemic-ish. The vaccines had just started to roll out. 
And I was on an app called a locks club, which is <laughs> wait, wait. Jewish, is that like a, bu- a butcher? What is that? Like, it's like a Jewish dating app. Okay. Okay. Jewish, but you had to apply is kind of like the Jewish Raya. <laughs> and I just said, all my favorite exes are Jewish and they let me on. <laughs> We need also, somebody like you on our team. Yeah. True. I'm, yeah. I, I'm like, listen, they just do it. Better. I'm a chosen one. Yeah. 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 There's a, re- yeah. So I'm on locks club and I matched this guy and I'm like, this guy looks great. He's awesome. He is not my type in that he is, oh man, let's hope he doesn't hear this. Okay. You know, well, you know he will. Like, by the I way, know, he's, I know. he's a he's a CEO of multiple companies. So he's like in business. And I was like, this Jeff is Bezos. Cool. Yes. He's a yeah. tiny little man with a bald head. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Bezos really reminds me of this guy. Yeah, Dr. Evil. Yeah. Dr. Evil, yeah. Um, even though I think that's Lauren Michaels, but uh the, the, it's giving same energy. Yeah. Um Anyway, long story very short, I thought this works. And he wanted to like have phone calls before and we're kind of vibing. And I made such a rookie move. So dumb. It's so embarrassing to admit this. But I, we wanted to go to the botanical gardens and then we wanted to do lunch. But because COVID was where it was, it was like, well, where should we have lunch? We didn't want to do a restaurant. So I had him come over to my house. So dumb for so many reasons. So dumb for so many reasons. However, I was able to verify he was who he said he was. So in terms of like the actual threat risk on my life, like it seemed very low, like that part. Had it had already gotten romantic in terms of like the texting back and forth? No. Okay. Okay. I didn't know if it was like, I've got a vibe about you, you know? No, 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 no. Okay. Um, (laughs) This is my nice way of asking. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Although that does happen. I you yeah. Know, although I recommend just keep a folder, use the same five nudes. <laughs> just make sure, like for me, and I don't care if a guy were to Top ask, five. Like, I'm like, yeah, these tits are like a lot of people have seen them. Yeah. Like, specific photo because 2017, that was a good year. Yes, yes. Well, it's like I, wine, you know? <laughs> I just, you know, like sometimes you get one and you're like. If hit the internet, I would survive. <laughs> I would thrive. You know? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I try not to send a news <laughs> that I wouldn't be okay with hitting the internet. This is great advice. Wait, so the catfish, you tell this guy, sorry, he comes sorry, yeah, over. Anyway. No, no, no. I love This is exactly like my show is. It's all over. Yeah. Like, he comes to your place. You gave him your address. Comes to my place and he's walking up and I catch him through the glass as he's walking up to my door. And I said, who is that? That is not the man I matched with. That man ate the man I matched with. (laughs) And then aged like 20 years. Oh no. Wait, was it me? Was this me? That man. I was Palmer. Like I was like, it, it was crazy. So I said to myself, don't be such a little bitch. Like, who cares? What Suck if, it up. Like, what if you hit it off with this person? Well, I also feel like it was a red flag because mm, if you're presenting one way and then you are a different way, it feels like a little bit of a bait and switch. However, I was like, well, I liked this guy's personality. And, and honestly, that really is the thing that 
I go for. I know that sounds like such yeah, a Yeah, wait, wait, wait. I feel like you're saying that like this addendum of like, no, come on. Personality oh, seems like, mm-hmm. okay. When okay. I have boyfriend goggles on, I have dated and loved some literal <laughs> trolls. <laughs> do you, do you let them know while trolls. you're dating them? Like you're an exception because you're, you're great, you know? No, because I literally don't know that they're ugly. Oh, <laughs> like, like what I'm saying is <laughs> boyfriend goggles are the strongest thing on the planet. Like I dead ass have dated some objectively ugly dudes and thought that they were solid tens. And it wasn't till <laughs> that I was like, wait a second. Um, he's very ugly. And my friends are like, yeah. And always was always was. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I, I want to get back to the end of the catch, but anyway, what do you think of Pete Davidson real quick? Ugly uh, or hot? Um, hmm. He seems to like really divide people, but more hot people seem to think he's hot. And so Pete Davidson does look like a lot of dudes that I've dated, but that's because he's got dark hair. He's tall and covered in tattoos. He also yeah. looks like he could ruin my life a little bit. So that's kind of why I'm like, eh, I'm middle of the road. Like I, when people are like, he's super ugly. I see that. I do see that. Um, but when people are like, he's super hot. I'm like, I also see that. Yeah. Like that's totally get it. Okay. So the guy, you say the guy comes up, he's rolling up in his chair and (laughs) he's twice the size than he was in the photos or, and and you're like, okay, that's fine. He has a good personality. And then I see his outfit. Oh no. This man dead ass wore sweats, but they weren't normal sweats. They were like half track suit, half gray sweatpants with an elastic. Oh, and a, wow. And a waffle knit like tee that didn't fully cover his belly. So there was like a little bit of space. And that was a thing he kept like adjusting. But I was like, no jeans like you couldn't have like i yeah, see like, outfits like that like it was nuts see then that that makes me i was like already starting to feel bad for this guy but then i was like wait a sec then he's not even he's not even in the game he's not even trying oh, i mean he's not even in within 20 minutes like the things that came out of this man's mouth very podcast worthy i was like okay um these are real red flags real red flags but i'm gonna jump jump ahead he refused to wear a mask at the botanical gardens. This was when the mask mandates were happening. And I was like, sir, two things. One, you're embarrassing me. Two, you would look a lot better in this mask. Like, I don't think you understand. You have a better shot in the mask. Yeah. You, yeah. It would help you. We were the only two people. Well, I was wearing mine because I'm weirdly weird about following rules and also not dying. Um, but <laughs> he was the only person not in a mask in the, the whole place. And then he suggested we take a photo for my parents together. Uh, wait, was this like a prank that your friends set you up on? Like, I mean, cause th- this does no. seem like a little too like on the sure nose. Of, I, I was thinking that he'd come in and he'd be nervous cause he knew he already didn't look like his photos. Cause I think we know when we don't look like our photos, like we're like, oh, that no. was a better version of me. No, this man had a confidence that if I could bottle it and sell it, I'd be a billionaire. Did you take the photo? I did. 
that should be the, the, the actually the podcast cover art. Like that should be the <laughs> podcast cover art. Like that's a, I wait now, wait, there's guy, but now I kind of got to see, is there any way you can send me the photo after this just oh, for yeah, my yeah. personal, like, for I mean, sure. like now I'm so curious, but this is, so does that like um, shake this you This is enough? honestly on a scale of one to 10, this is a two in terms of like, in terms of the stories on the podcast, this is maybe a one. This is a oh, one. so this is like, this is just tip of the Nothing. iceberg. Tip Could the you iceberg. give us an example of somebody else that you've talked to and maybe a little bit of an insane story that they had just to wet our whistle a little bit? Without... Oh, wow. I mean, I'm editing one right now. Or something that just shocked you. You're like, oh my God. I'll give you two. One is like a physical, ooh. And the other one would be like more in terms of uh, just crazy stuff. So the there's a guy that um, matched with the guy on Grindr. And the guy on Grindr has a kidnapping fetish. So he came over to his house 30 minutes later, tied him up, blindfolded him, put him in the trunk of his car. Drove They've been together the, ever since. Drove yeah. him into the middle of the woods. They hooked up and um, <laughs> he left him there and he left him there. Wait, did he plan on the leaving him there part? Or was no, he like, this is the, that, that this is the hottest thing that somebody's ever done to me is leave me here. Like, Yeah, that wasn't a part of the deal. So that's pretty <laughs> crazy. I I talked to a girl who, who dated a guy for four years only to find out he had an arranged marriage. It's pretty gnarly. Um, a great revenge story about a girl who got revenge on her ex by buying a hundred keys, vintage keys and getting little keychains for them that said, if lost, please call and ship them <laughs> all over the country. Oh, oh my God. We love to say <laughs> uh, Um, okay. Um, can, can I share a horrible dating story that I have? Um, you? absolutely. Now this is like, this is not the girl. This is all me. Like I, and you guys know by now, like this is my, well, this is like 16, 17 years ago now. And I, uh, I'd met this girl in San Francisco. What's that? Yeah, thank, thank you. Yes, exactly. I was fine. No, but like, I met this girl in San Francisco on just a random night at a bar and we hit it off, but she was I- extremely drunk. Didn't, you know, no makeout or anything like that even happened, but she was like, I'm going to be in LA next week. And, um, you know, let's, you know, I was like, okay, we can have a date. And then I got really nervous because I had just gotten out of a long relationship that went like high school to college to real life. And I had no concept of dating. So this was going to be the first date. And yeah. And I didn't tell her that, but I was like, cool, I got a date. And then like, as the week goes on, I get more and more like, fuck, like, how do you even do a date? Like, how does it like, you still take a ride in a bike? Like, I don't even fucking know. Like, how do I talk to people? You forget everything. You were just, by the way, the disgusted look on Rory's face right now is just, she's like, oh no. No, no, no. I'm like, you were a little mini tornado. You were just spiraling out of control. Oh, the, the, the conversations that I was having in my head where, you know, I was practicing conversations. I was practicing and there used to be this place over on Beverly called Sushi Roku by the Beverly Center. And we were going to meet there. I was like, okay, I don't have to pick her up, but I- Let's start. uh, Yeah, yeah. And I, but so I parked my car in this parking area that's still there where like the old Navy and all that stuff is. And I had like a really, like a shitty white Corsica. 
And I don't even like, know Good. what that is. <laughs> exactly. You don't need to, it would upset you. Right. And um, so I didn't have to drive her. So I was okay. And I remember just being so nervous. And at the time I was blaring um, counting crows, which is also like a, probably a point against me for a lot of people. And I was so nervous. I jump out of the car. I go to the restaurant. I meet her. And after 10 minutes, it's like, okay, this is good. Like, it's actually good. And we're like having fun and everything. What, like, I was like, why, why was I so worried about this? And then she's like, Hey, why don't we go to another, like a second location? And I'm like, okay, like, yeah, let's do that. And I'm like, let's go, uh, you know, we, we can go to my car and I'm walking we're walking up the steps and it's like on the third floor. And all of a sudden there's like, this just like layer of smoke and I hear counting crows and I'm like, Oh my God, I was just listening to Counting Crows. That's wild. And then I realized I had left my keys not only in the car, but I had left the engine running on a shitty Chevy Corsica and my CD of recovering the satellites was playing on repeat for two hours. And like, literally I had to go, people had to and you should see this poor girl. Like when I, when I realized that it was my, I was like, Oh, you know, and I did like, how do you explain to somebody like, I was so nervous. And like, what kind of jackass jumps out of a car while it's running and doesn't even real, like my head was so in a different place that I left the car running with the music. Was the car on fire? It was a light fire. Yes. And we had to get that put out. And then my roommate had to come and, and this poor girl from San Francisco, like city, we were sitting on like a curb at one point and like, I was just like this. Oh man. Like it was going so uh, Yeah. But that was, and that really, those will scare you so bad because you realize you can't trust yourself. Uh, you know, like as a dude, you're like, I I'm capable of anything. Like I can't even trust myself to be smooth in any sort of way. Um, do you have did bad you dates? Get, did you What's get that? laid? Did you guys hook up? No, God, no. She was like, yeah, the guy, I'm going to trust my body with the guy who lit his car on fire listening to Counting Crows. Nobody's going to let me touch them. Like, I didn't, this was even before nudes. Are you kidding me? Like, I wish. Are you, could you imagine that poor girl that's like, well, I guess I have to give him a sympathy lay. No, not at all. Like, it was literally like, it was like, I shook a hand. Like, it was like shaking hands. Like, uh, okay, well, have a good life, you know? I don't know. I could see it going one of two ways. Like, it could be a bonding experience, but yeah. yeah I, couldn't, no, I, I, I couldn't convert. I, yeah. I, I think I even said, I was like, well, this kind of ends that. I was, I was defeated. Like I just felt so defeated. Have you ever done anything horrible on a date? Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. 
So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. Ooh, that is a great question. And I'm... Probably like I'm perfect. I just, I do it right. Well, I've done some like crazy reckless shit, but not, I've never like lit my car on fire. I'm trying to think of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, I maybe should have had you go first. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. A lot of stuff has happened to me and I take the ride. Like I'll, I'll go for the story. I mean, I met up with a guy at Cantor's at like 11 p.m. once and then went home to his house. We took Molly. That sounds like kind of like a perfect date. Actually. It was kind of a really fun first date, actually. <laughs> um, wait, who had, wait, who suggested the Molly? I think he did. We, we okay. met each other like, I think we, he and I know each other still. Um, he's in the industry. So again, there's certain things that I like, there's certain that I've taken where I'm like, okay, the odds of this person wanting to, to murder me feels low because he has I like that. It's me. never, it's never zero. It's just low. Like oh, it could still zero. happen. It's, it's never, never zero. zero. Yeah. As a woman, even when you're never, in the relationship, even when you're in the relationship, never zero, never zero, never Ugh. zero. So, uh, yeah, we, we hung out. I think he said it like as a dare. And I was like, okay, let's fucking do it. That's an easy dare. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So that was, so we, we hooked up for like a couple of years, I think. I had a pretty serious Molly addiction at the end of that one. <laughs> no, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, it was a very casual situation, just kind of like on and off. He was very concerned that I would fall in love with him. Spoiler alert. I did not, but yeah. <laughs> Wait. Like, like, don't fall. I'm a rebel. Don't fall. Don't do this to yourself. I'm going to hurt you. I that know, kind it was of thing. just like, oh, I, I'm just like, I really want something casual. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. Like, cause I, I, I didn't. He's like, no, you don't get it casual. And you're like, no, I get it. And he's like, oh, no, like, but casual. Yeah. 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 Basically. And then I think like, so we hooked up and then, uh, I think the next time I wanted to go up with him, he was like, oh, I'm really worried you're going to fall in love with me. 
And that's so cocky. Oh yeah. And I was like, okay, rest assured, will not happen. <laughs> um, and uh, cut to like a year and a half later, he is over at my place and asks me if I would consider ever going out on a date with him. And I oh, look who's in love. So now. thrown, so thrown. I have this diary entry from that night that is honestly some of the best writing I've ever done. <laughs> like I was like, I didn't know what to do, but I still wanted to get laid. So I just said, yes. Like I like went through the motions <laughs> of like, just say whatever you got to say. Like it was a full like role reversal. And oh God, this is, this is, I can't believe I'm about to admit this in front of a lot of people. Oh man. Do my mom, it, do oh, it, do oh, it. Oh. Dude, hey, you're saying hey, we're selling a show right now. Come on. <laughs> so, so uh, he goes through this whole thing about like how he really wants to date me and really like realizes he likes me. And I'm like, uh-huh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, I'm like, so now do we now do we hook up? And I take my shirt off. <laughs> and <laughs> he looks at me and he goes what's that? I was like, what? Oh. And I realized I had like hickeys on my boobs. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, what are those? And I literally was like, I, I, they, um, I didn't know what to do. And he was like, wait, is that from like another guy? And it's like, well, obviously, like, obviously I didn't get, did you do myself. that to yourself? Yeah. But it also like, we weren't, ever a thing like yeah. you for the longest time were like don't fall in love with me don't fall in love with me and I was like I only needed that note once um <laughs> you know like just wait did he get did he get mad did he go are you yeah. you're seeing some oh he did he's like put that shirt back on this is disgusting it was just it that we never went out on the date like it really crushed his look tiny little ego that's, I mean, we, we dudes really do have like, I mean, the thing that I don't have that a lot, like, like guys will be extremely cocky. You've given us many examples and I'm sure we're going to hear many more on the podcast, but it's that. And then like, there's an obliviousness though. So when you, they do get hurt by women, they are so not counting on it that they carry it around for decades, like decades. This guy, I'm assuring you will think about this for decades as the one that not only got away, but that broke him. And it was a light break. Honestly, I fucking hope so. Yeah, that would be so, that would be really cool. And then, like, if heaven exists, do we like all meet up with each other in these bad, awkward dates? And you're like, sorry, it didn't oh, work. Oh, you know? I still see him at events and stuff sometimes because he's in the he's in the comedy world. Um, so oh, yeah, Roy, I wanted to talk about too. What is, what is your because uh, like you seem like you are a master of all trades. Like, what? How did you come up? Because you're from Canada, right? <laughs> I'm from. Well, I I have dual citizenship. So I'm, I'm from Los Angeles. So you could be on 90 day fiance, but you don't need to be on 90 day fiance. (laughs) Yeah. That's my next move. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you're, Uh, but you're an actor, singer, songwriter. Like, I mean, you really have, you do it all. I mean, what has been your experience in this industry uh, so far? I started in music. Um, I, I got a record deal when I was younger and I, that's how I, started writing. I started writing songs. And then one day I hit a wall with music, 
it's a very long story. It's very boring. It's just, it was a brutal industry and things happened. And I actually got a record deal because I went to an open call. Like I, like, yeah, it was a fluke. So yeah, I love it. It's something that is a huge part of my life, but it was an accident. Um, and I'd always wanted to make movies and be in like film TV. So I was with a man that I thought I was going to marry and I, (laughs) um, thought we were going to get married because we talked about getting married. And then one day he called me on the phone and he broke up with me, which is wild. It's a wild way to break up with someone. Um, 364 days later, I would find out he had his one year anniversary with his new girlfriend. So when you know, you know, yeah, as one does, as one does. Wow. Um, But that the moment I got broken up with, I was with my like 89 year old grandmother and I was really worried that I was going to give her a heart attack because I was crying so hard. So I had my Uh best friend come over and I'm in her car, like ugly crying, like snot running down my face. And I had this thought about like, Oh my God, I'm going to have to have sex with somebody new for the first time. (laughs) And then my second thought was like, that would actually make a really great short film. And then I just went and did it because I think I was so shell shocked and broken and just like lost that I made this short film and it did really well. Um, and it gave me more importantly, the confidence to just keep making other things. So then I started, um, just making my own work and I made a web series called LA about LA and that went viral. That's where, okay. That's where it is. I was like, I know Rory upholds name. First off, I was like, when I first got the email anyways, I was like, why do I know this name? But I've seen LA. Yeah. Oh, cool. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so that kind of really, that web series, when it went viral, opened up a lot of doors for me. And that's ultimately like how I sold my first television show. And so then I got into like writing TV and developing. Um, and yeah, I occasionally like will act in things. Um, I, what are those? I mean, is there something that you like the most? I mean, is podcasting turning out to be a form that you're like, well, this is just as exciting as making a short film. Is it, uh, yeah, I, love for you it. I mean, I think the thing is, is I have ideas and then I figure out what the form, what the best format is. So I just, I, hmm, I never wanted to jump into podcasting until I felt like I had something that was different or unique. And I can honestly say that my podcast is like none other podcast in the love dating genre. Like I know that because I never would have done it. Um, if it was otherwise, yeah, if it already existed. So taking people's stories and then basically giving them the, you know, crime junkies dateline treatment so that they're kind of like most cringe, embarrassing, horrific, hilarious, whatever love, sex, dating relationship moment becomes immortalized in a way that has music and world building sound and, and stakes that feel kind of life or death. Um, You're like the Nicole Kidman AMC preview, like, you know, sound that I can feel, you know, like, I mean, this is, I mean, no, it's like, I, I'm, I'm teasing, but at the same time, it is kind of like, I love that you like universe building. Cause it really, even in the three minute trailer that I got to listen to, it really does like start. You're like, man, this is, this is like 
a production, you know, and this yeah. is, and then when you explain the idea, I'm like, oh, oh, hell yeah. Like that is unique. That is something that is beneficial. And that's why you could go on any, like, that's why I'm like, yeah, come on this podcast because we do talk about dating on top of reality shows. We do talk like, this is right in the wheelhouse of my listeners. I'm telling you guys that. Um, so, uh, as you get through it, you also realize that it's an insane amount of work too, though. So, oh, it's, yeah, it's wild because I have all of these like true crime parts, but then the interviews that I did. So the pilot will come out on Tuesday and my friend Akila Hughes is uh, the first guest and she, people might know her because she was the co-host for What A Day, Crooked Media's like daily podcast. Program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's also a YouTuber, actor, comedian, whatever. Um, and that's fun. And then I wasn't timing it and our conversation was an hour and a half. See, that's just called like, a, well, that's a warm up for me, man. Like that is like, I mean, no, I see this is like, I do everything in podcasting. You're not supposed to do. I do like long form. I do. Yeah. But you're, you're right. Like I just put it, but when you start talking to people, you realize that everybody has a story and it's like, so the, the give and take can be so fun. In fact, you yeah. don't, you want to live in that world, you know, but you have to edit it then into yeah. a story. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to write a book and sell a TV. You know, like there's there's so many other things that I'm also doing at the same time. And I'm like, whoo, <laughs> <it's crazy. laughs> now I'm a professional editor and I was not. So this is going to be season by season, right? How many episodes are you projecting to be in the first season? 30. 30 in the first season. And this is going to be weekly? Uh-huh. 30 episodes and it's going to be edited very, and like, I'm, I'm already like in my head, like in garage band, adding music cues. I'm like, that's a lot of, that's a lot of work for the production level that you're at. That's amazing. It is a lot of work. Yeah. Um, I also really like want to, I want people to be entertained, potentially educated and feel less alone in like the kind of craziness and the horror and the chaos that is navigating love, whatever stage you're at. Cause it's not just for people who are single, you know, I like that you're still, but see, that's what I, when I, we started talking, I like that you still say, well, you're, you're not completely jaded yet because it would be sometimes when you're having somebody take you through this journey and they're like completely like, by the way, it's a waste of time. It like, it's going nowhere. It would be <laughs> hard to go there with that person on that journey, knowing that they've already made up their mind that they never want to date again. So I think that's like an interesting yeah. perspective to come from. Um, as we start winding down, I wanted to go to, and I know you didn't watch the Kardashians, but I know you know who the Kardashians are. No, I, I did. Oh, you did. I did. Okay. That I could talk about it. <laughs> okay. I wanted just to, like, what should they do? What are they doing wrong? I mean, it really seems like that is part of their brand is just picking the wrong people. So much so that I don't even know if they would know. I mean, then it's like the extreme of Travis Barker where, you know, they're finger blasting each other in public. Like, I mean, where is, is there a happy yeah, are they, What are they? I mean, it's I feel, I mean, well, she says on the show, she's like, I just can't help myself. And just, it's like that. Um, she's like, it's like that dance while no one's watching. And it's like, it doesn't mean like have sex when no one. Yeah, I was like, dance while no one's watching does not mean get fucked. That's exactly. And I'm like, you, you're making everybody uncomfortable, including the viewing audience. When we have to watch this, what do you uh, perceive as their mistakes or strengths or using this as part of their brand? Oh man, this is like not a funny answer. No, I don't need funny. My, my take is that I think that they're replaying patterns from their childhood. 
Yeah. With uh, Chris and Robert. Yeah. Yeah. And I think so. I think that there's like an and I weirdly think that they have an obsession with black culture. And now that they have black children, they're able to basically claim like a part of black culture. Look, I'm a white woman for anybody listening. So that's be my take at like as an actor, but it does seem like, you know, they've managed to appropriate and dodge kind of any repercussions of all of this like crazy appropriation, even down to, to like Kim's new skin line which is literally ripped off of Lori Harvey. It's so fucking weird to me. Yeah. Um and yeah, so so there's that. Well, by the way, you know you're competing with her now because her podcast just got released this week. Is it called Crimes of the Heart? No, but it is. It is a true crime podcast. She oh, li- wow. she listened to Serial like three years after it came out, and you know she's all into prison reform and stuff, which is great. But she's like, how can I make money off prison reform? And she has a Spotify deal now, and it's she's just eight gonna open episodes- up a prison. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, no, 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 but like yeah. my prison. Yeah. The well, did you see? Goes. Did you see her homeware line? It's all cement products. Like that would be a perfect prison. Are you kidding me? Good lord! Oh boy, this is this is real dark days. <laughs> no, I mean that's what I'm saying. Like all of this stuff is so dark, and the fact that they, it's like at this point the Kardashians are just you can't you couldn't stop them if you wanted to. Like we opened up the door too far, and they've kicked it in. And the same with Kanye. The same with all these. Uh, you know they've kicked it in too far, and I'm like, how do we? You can't put the genie back in the bottle at this point. Mm-mm, no, I mean, well, the one thing I love about them is I love how much they love their family. No, yeah, no, that's that's exactly that is it. like yeah. what I absolutely kind of adore about them. Um, uh, other than that, I mean, like it, it gets old. Like I, I'm sick of hearing about them, um, and I do think it's it's like a clown show at this point. Um, yeah, it's like well, it's like the weather though. I expect to hear about it every day. There's going to be like thunderstorms. There's going to be like, well, we knew the rain was coming. Why didn't you plan on this? Like, I, like we, like I see Chloe's mistakes 10 steps ahead. And I'm like, the fact that you keep going back to this man, Tristan Thompson, who made you look like a stupid clown. And then you decided to have a second child with him. Just, I mean, like I, I, the, some of the rules that oh, they have the for timing, themselves. Is the timing was off. Right. I mean, I, I don't know if there's people who have sleuthed it out and been like, no, she knew before they inseminated or whatever the word is for their surrogate. Like maybe, maybe she did know, maybe she didn't, but look, there's, there's two sides of me. On the one hand I go clown show. Like it's time to exit the circus. And then the other part of me goes, I understand how hard it must be to get cheated on by someone, have a kid with that person, want to keep the family unit together, see this person try to be, win you back, do all of the things to for redemption. On such a public level, on such a public level. On yeah. such a public level. And then think to yourself, well, I I can grow. Like I can change, I can grow, I can let go of this resentment because I think like you ever hear um, holding on to anger is like holding on to a hot coal and only burns you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's like that, there's this like weird toxic positivity element where I think. Yeah, Chloe was saying that actually in this week's episode, you guys, and she was just like, I can't hold on to that anger. I can't because it wouldn't serve me. It wouldn't, you know. And then Lisa Rinna on Beverly Hills, you guys said she can't hold on to this story. She's got to let everybody know that Kathy Hilton's a bad person or she'll get cancer. She can't keep that poison in her, she says. And it's a lot of times with these relationships is that you have to let it go. Now, by the way, I'm still thinking about the dude with the hickey on the boobs because I'm like. Wild statement. 
I bet that dude that with the hickey on the boobs, I bet now anytime he sees a girl with her top off, he immediately checks for hickeys. Like he immediately, like, you know, he doesn't even get the enjoyment of a boob anymore. He's like checking for hickeys. I hope so. Sorry, I truly okay. hope so. I hope that I hit him somewhere deep in his little psyche. Um, um, yikes. Okay. I can't believe I just shared that with the world. No, no, that was, I'm like, no, that's amazing. Um, <laughs> the, uh, okay. And so finally, just to, to leave us with is, uh, I mean, are there do's and don'ts? I mean, I know this is such a general broad question, um, but like, what should women, like what are considered positive relationships and I've, I sometimes feel that when I talk to my friends that are girls, they are looking for the bad boy or the one that's an obvious person that's going to hurt you of like, well, I like the bad, but you know, like you're like, oh, that guy, you said earlier, that guy could ruin my life. I hear that so much now from my friends that are girls, like so much of like, oh, that guy could ruin my life. Like it's a cool thing. I'm like, but they'll <laughs> actually ruin your life. Do you have rules that you follow point blank that you will not fudge on? Um, no. <laughs> Perfect. Right. <laughs> you got it here. Yeah. Everything's no, game, you guys. I think um, that like rules are meant to be broken. Also, if you're growing and evolving rules always change. Um, I've yeah. So, so no, I have no hard and fast rules. I think like the bad boy thing is different. I think that's a seasonal thing. And I think that's an age thing. I think if you're in your twenties, it's like, yeah, let's fucking explore a little, let's, <laughs> you know, or if you're in a season of non be not really looking for something serious or committed, then that's great. I think if you are saying that you want something and then you're making those choices that you should look in and you should examine because you're not actually doing what you say you want. Yeah. And I think in terms of do's don'ts. My general rule of thumb is just be honest with yourself. Yeah. I mean, but that, that's a really hard one because we lie our, we can't trust our own mind. Sometimes we lie to ourselves all the time just to like make excuses for why things went the way they went. We tell ourselves stories. Your gut. You can trust your instincts unless you have like PTSD, which some people do from dating. And and then that, that's another episode, (laughs) but you Um, know, trust your gut. And I think, don't be afraid to take the L. That's the other thing. Like, you, you know, I guess you have to treat it like at bats, but it's like so hard to keep stepping up to the plate because if you strike out so often or you like, you're like taking huge swings and then you keep missing, how do you go back up to the next at bat with like the same kind of passion, the same kind of heart. And that's why it's like, I'm really curious to even hear your show because it's going to even scare me even more, you know? Well, I feel like I'm one of those like gas station dolls that gets punched and just like flies back up. I truly am one of the more, not to be very Chloe about it, but I'm very, okay. Um, and I think you just do it. And and then be part of being honest with yourself is if you are starting to realize like, oh man, I'm obsessing over this person, or I can't get over the guy who ghosted, or it's really hurting my feelings, T-O, take a time out. Time out, get- self-care, self-love, then get back out there. Because you I can set the rules. say like, uh, I get rejected all the time and I don't really care. Really? There's no personalization in that at all. Right now? No. <laughs> in other times? Oh my God. I've got all the crazy During stuff. pilot season? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. One, one last thing. I swear I'll, I'll let you go. Is um, You just mentioned ghosting though. What uh, Have you been ghosted and have you ghosted? 
Yes and yes. I I got ghosted a couple weeks ago, and that's oh um, so fresh. Yeah, but whatever. It's like <laughs> that's, that's the thing. I mean, first off, I don't really care. I'm also in a season where I'm busy. I have a roster. It's just it is like if you come and dazzle me, dope. And if you don't, it's all good. It's all good. Um, this guy seemed awesome. We did like a FaceTime. We were going to go out. We never even went out and he, we were in touch and then he just fell off and I shot him a text. He never responded. And I thought, well, I'll be, I guess a girl must've like circled back in his life, whatever. If I want to get a response, this is what I do. I send a text that says something to the effect of, Hey, um, I noticed like the energy shifted or you fell off or whatever. I don't know if somebody came in back into your life or you're just busy or you wanted to ghost either way. Like if you're still interested in getting a drink, let me know something like that. But I always use the word ghost. Every time I've used the word ghost, I've gotten a response. <laughs> it could hurt your feelings. I mean, in my case, it didn't. He was like, actually, I would really like, I did get busy and I would really love to see you. And now I'm like tough, but, um, <laughs> no, Cut no, to him outside your house. Uh, I love you. Yeah. But, um, I ghosted, I, I ghost on apps all the time. I, I have only really ever ghosted, um, once. And it was like, I met a guy at a party at Sundance and I needed to talk to somebody because I was like alone at this party. And so I was like, well, I'm going to talk to this guy. And if this guy thinks what, you know, whatever. So and he was texting me all the time, all the time. And I just wasn't responding. And I never saw him again at the festival. I figured like that was a hint. And then we got back to LA and he just wouldn't stop. So I never responded. It's just like wow. all the texts. You and hurt then- Steven Soderbergh's feelings. That's insane. <laughs> yes. You're not married. <laughs> oh, yeah. If <laughs> <laughs> you really... no I mean it's it so I in that setting like but I think everybody has like different definitions of ghosting I was talking to a friend of mine she was like I don't think it's ghosting unless you've gone out so in that case um homeboy who I matched with like he didn't ghost. yeah that's that though that's an official rule now okay it's not ghosting unless you go out I guess Okay, cool. Um, Guys, Crimes of the Heart premieres Tuesday. If you subscribe, you're going to get that in your podcast feed every time there's a new episode. I believe they're going to release every Tuesday. Um, We'll we'll see how that goes. Dark. Dark. That was dark. (laughs) No, I'm just talking from my own personal podcasting experience. They'll release every Tuesday, but that's why the subscribe button on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts really do help. And also, I know I say this ad nauseum to people that come on with podcasts, but go rate it five stars immediately. First off, they shared their time with us today. Um, She's awesome. And you know you're going to dig the show already. And just remember those things, they might seem arbitrary and small, but they're actually kind of huge because it really affects placement. It affects getting out there, people trying new things. And that's what we want. And and this was just, this was way better than I thought it was going to be. This was awesome. So no, (laughs) no. I mean, it's like, we we came in cold, like we came in cold this. I think she was just like, I mean, like she doesn't know me. So this was, thank you so much for your time. And I'm really, really excited to check out this podcast. Good. Thank you. Uh, yeah, please guys validate me. (laughs) I need it. Remember I'm getting rejected right and left out there. Guys, just, just three weeks ago, she was ghosted. You guys like this make up for that. She doesn't care though. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
Betches.